0: Hello? Anybody home?
1: Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence.
0: To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people, of the world, and especially the United States, Welcome to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you for joining us this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever and wherever you are listening around the world as we broadcast on the Fringe FM from the beautiful American Southwest here in the state of Arizona. If you'd like to contact the show, the email is rdgable, r-d-gable at yahoo.com. If you'd like to call into the broadcast... It is January 4th, starting on January 3rd of 2022. The number is 520-367-2064. That's 520-367-2064. Our website is www.thesecretteachings.info. If you go to the website, you'll find... Digital and physical copies, the only place you can find them of my books, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and the Technological Elixir. You can also find our subscription archive there with the ad-free shows, plus you'll get access to the montages and digital copies of the books. You'll get that all in one package, that's how we support the show financially. So I want to thank all of you who have subscribed or bought a book, or maybe you've checked us out on Patreon for behind-the-scenes content we have a small little Patreon page as well, and our affiliate sponsors in the slider bar at the top of The Secret Teachings' website, www.thesecretteachings.info. I want to welcome all of you coming over to The Fringe FM, also from Aftermath FM. About an hour ago, got off the phone with Clyde Lewis, just did a show with Clyde on Ground Zero, and then we did like a half-hour after show on the on uh, their uh after hours program uh beyond zero uh kind of a memorial service uh for the uh the wonderful radio host and really great friend kev baker who a lot of you probably know has passed away he passed away just a few days ago yesterday and uh Kev was a really good friend of mine. He was a good friend of Clyde's. He was a good friend of a lot of, a lot of people uh, here on the Fringe, on Aftermath, uh, of course, on his main network and all the other places where people listen to Kev on YouTube. Kev was uh, not only a great guy and a great radio host, but he was a really smart guy, really funny guy. And uh, it saddened me that he passed away uh, to the point where, I, you know, I didn't cry, but I got I got this really heavy feeling i mean i i I control that physical emotion uh unintentionally pretty well like i don't intend to prevent myself from crying but i I guess i deal with it uh in um in in another physical way i feel the pressure uh of that sadness on my my physical heart and it's like that sadness just it pulls everything into that that center part of myself. Um, It's like I can feel the electricity. And it's like that with any emotional thing. And I felt that uh, when I found out from Kev's wife that he passed away from complications due to COPD. And uh, that's all that I know. Uh, You know, the last time that I had a radio friend or colleague pass away was Jim Mars. That was several years ago. And, you know, the thing about it, when someone in radio passes away, especially in this late night radio world, there's always a group of people that say, they passed away. There's a group of people that say, they were killed. And then there's a group of people who say, they didn't pass away, they weren't killed, they're still alive. And I remember when Jim Mars passed away, a lot of people messaged me and they said, they said, you know, we know that you knew Jim really well. I'm sorry that, you know, Jim passed away. You know, I know he was your friend. Um, a lot of people knew Jim much, much better than I did. Same, same thing with Kev. Kev and I were probably closer than I was with Jim, but Kev, uh, people messaged me about him and said, you know, I'm sorry, you know, for your loss that, you know, Kev passed away. I know he was a good friend, a good colleague. Uh, no one has, has said that Kev was, um, Kev was you know, Kev, Kev passed away because of the cabal. Which which I find interesting because Kev Baker was uh, probably one of the most outspoken opponents of that Cabal cult. And uh, that is something I will always smile and laugh about when I think of Kev Baker. And we were actually going to have a show coming up soon, but he, uh, he backed out of a show in December because he was sick. And obviously since he's uh, passed away, unless we uh, channel the spirit of Kev Baker, Kev Baker will live on. In people's minds and in their hearts and in uh, a lot of radio archives so that is uh, those are my feelings on Kev Baker Uh, there's also going to be a little memorial show on Aftermath FM 9am Pacific just in a few hours really January 4th 2022 so that is my feeling my feelings on Kev Baker I didn't really want to post anything on social media or talk much about it on the show, but I did want to bring that to your attention and also kind of dedicate tonight's show to Kev because what we're going to talk about is something that Kev Baker would have really loved. In fact, I I really wish that Kev and I could have done a show on at least one of these things we're going to discuss tonight. It's just the, the kind of thing that Kev would have loved. It's the kind of thing that that I love. It's the kind of thing that most of you probably love. It's the kind of thing that uh, Clyde Lewis loves. And that's why Clyde has me on the show to do these kinds of analysis Um, you know, it's one of those things in radio, like you, you have, you have acquaintances, you have colleagues and you have friends and then, you know, you bring up people's names and uh, you know, no one is accusing uh, me of, of bringing up Kev's name for fame. But if I bring up Clyde's name, then people say that, or if I bring up Jim's name, people say that, but you know, we actually just had a listener who passed away. Uh, Adana, I'll say her last name was, uh, last name, start with a G. Uh, Adana G just passed away. She's been a listener of this show since, well, the old uh, early l days. So Adana passed away. Uh, we know that um, another member of the fringe family's in the hospital. And, of course, since Kev Baker passed away, it, it's just the, the way that, the way that the you know audiences and individuals can perceive that you could perceive it as you know Jim Mars was killed by the cabal, but since Kev wasn't you know a Jim Mars or a David Ike, then he just died of natural causes, right? There's always that suspicion. There's always that that conspiracy, and then there's always that conspiracy that you know to simply say I, I you know I I loved Kev Baker as a person, or I loved Jim Mars as a person, that must mean that I'm using their name to you know. for fame or something, whatever ridiculous accusations people come up with. But I I was on Ground Zero tonight, Ground Zero with uh, Clyde Lewis, and we were talking about the Eye of the Tiger or the Pandemonium. Tonight's show, you'll probably have already seen, I've titled the show tonight, gives you an idea of what the show's about, Pond's Playground, Mammon's Domain. And you might be wondering what that is. What is Pond's Playground? Well, the year of the tiger, 2022, it begins with open revelations of year zero. That is the restarting of civilization, the building back better, the fourth industrial revolution, the rise of the fourth Reich, all relating to those four horns in the Bible. Those four horns coming from the book of Daniel. One of the three major centers of world power in the Vatican, another one in London, another one in Washington, that is the religious, financial, economic, monarchical, and military-political power. All three branches have been undermined. Religious faith, the financial system, and the republic, and the military power of the West has all been undermined all been eroded, and all set to be replaced. In fact, if you heard our shows toward the end of December, you'll know that a man was trying to assassinate the President of the United States and was arrested on the 30th of December. Five days before that, a man broke into Windsor Castle and was going to assassinate the Queen with a crossbow, which is a weapon that you might use to kill a vampire. I thought that was interesting. And a few weeks before that, a rogue drone was stopped by an Israeli company from, I guess, assaulting, according to reports, the Pope. And that story wasn't reported until December 14th, 15th, somewhere around there. So you had all three major world leaders, essentially, of the, the, the church, of the bank, and of the military political power of the world. All three of them had assassins come after them in the month of November, December. We know that they're all sick as well, and that contributes to the decaying of those three pillars. So these three pillars are going to be plucked, according to the book of Daniel. And when those three pillars are plucked, a fourth pillar will replace them. Those pillars in Daniel are referred to as the horns. And the fourth horn, the fourth Industrial Revolution, the rise of the Fourth Reich, will replace those other three horns with a blessing from the infernal beast, the beast will grant the little horn power. Interestingly enough, the tiger, the year of the tiger, comes from the constellation Ursa Major. Ursa Major, the bear, is where astrologers derive the swastika. The tiger lives a thousand years. A thousand years with a swastika might remind some of the Great Reich. The Thousand-Year Reich, the Thousand-Year Empire, and of course the swastika with a Thousand-Year Empire, seems to have had the foundation laid for it, and now it is being constructed It's the rise of the Fourth Reich in the year 2022. You know, Jim Mars wrote a book about that. A panic has already swept us into 2022 with fear, Of the pandemic. We know where the word pandemic comes from. It means all people. It comes from the Greek pandemos. And we know the word panic, 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 like the goat god pan, to panic, to panic. There are a few different interpretations of this word, a few different definitions of this world, but it pretty much means an uncontrollable anxiety, people that are acting wild. So basically, it's a frenzied state. People are made to panic. People are put into a frenzied state by the pandemic, by the pandimos, those things that affect all people. I think if you played, uh, what was the video game, Uh, like Oblivion or Skyrim, wasn't there like a a potion or something or some kind of uh, thing that you could use to throw the animals or the other characters into a frenzy and then you could like they would kill each other or they would they would leave you alone or something i mean that's it's basically a a a potion it's basically a magical spell it's a series of words and uh symbols and sigils that have put people into a trance-like state it has put them into a a state of panic driven by the pandemic and from these words we now face the pandemonium And that was the name of the show that Clyde and I did tonight on Aftermath FM, The Pandemonium, which is the building of the capital of hell from Paradise Lost. And in that story, it's not the devil that envisions and builds this great capital of hell. It's actually the demon Maimon. And the demon Maimon envisioned that city after he was cast out of heaven. And so when he was cast out of heaven, he contemplated what he could do. He contemplated what he could build or what he could create, and what he could build or create was was nothing that was was good of course, was nothing that was beautiful of course. It was only that which is infernal. I mean, he is one of the infernals. He is one of the the, 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 the demons, one of the dark angels. And Maimon, a god of uh, economics, god of, um, of, of some say Maimon is a, is a god of lust, like Asmodeus. There are many different interpretations and, and explanations for what Maimon represents. But Maimon, like all the dark angels, like all of the, the evil ones, cannot create. Maimon can only distort and invert Obviously, it's a very popular notion now that, you know, archons, everybody talks about archons, 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 Illuminati, Anunnaki, it's it's all the same thing. But the idea, whether you call them archons or you call them demons or angels of darkness or you just call it evil, these things cannot create, they can only distort, they can only Alter that which already exists. So Maimon is cast out of heaven. And Maimon decides to teach man how to rifle the bowels of their mother earth for gold. Again, you might be saying, Anunnaki, Anunnaki, Anunnaki. And I might be saying, you've watched way too much ancient aliens. But in this case, the gold is the elixir of life, promised to all those who will take the various marks of the beast. It is the synthetic digital sub-reality aiming to replace the organic world. I mean, I've said that so many times you're probably annoyed by it by now, right? I mean, I've said the digital sub-reality is the system. It is now the metaverse. It is the system that is, is being established, is being put into place, is being phased in while the synthetic world is phased in, the organic world is replaced by it. That's part of the phases or the, or the stages of transhumanism, as I've documented on this show and I've documented in my book, The Technological Elixir, which is available at thesecretteachings.info and only at thesecretteachings.info. These phases of transhumanism include uh, usable devices that we hold, wearable devices, fusible devices, and then ultimately the replacing of organics with synthetics. And that's where we are now. This is not only the, the so-called Fourth Industrial Revolution, which Klaus Schwab said this will mean a fusing of our biological and technological identities. I mean, literally, literally what the Borg wanted to do to other races and species in Star Trek. They will fuse your biological and technological distinctiveness. Klaus Schwab, who dresses like he's in Star Trek, literally said that was the goal of the WEF. That was the goal of the Great Reset. And of course, what is the Great Reset? The Great Reset is the Great Re King. That's the King, the Great King Set. The Great King Set, Set or Seth in Egypt, is also Typhon. And it's really interesting. Because Typhon, or Set, or Seth, is associated with Ursa Major, from where we get the tiger. In fact, the Egyptians called Ursa Major the dog of Set, or the dog of Typhon. What are the chances of that? What, is that a coincidence? What are the chances of that? And this links from the tiger to the king Set, the king Seth, the setting sun, this allows us to identify another demon. Tonight on Ground Zero, we were talking about a demon that goes by a name that is not very well known. Maybe some of you know this demon's name. But we were talking about a, a demon that is identified with what we call Ball. Ball is the first king of hell. Ball, like in Bali Eilish or Billy Eilish's music, ball is the more common name of Jabulon. And ball is depicted with a face that looks like Joe Biden. It looks like Vladimir Putin, it looks like Netanyahu and it looks like Prince Charles. And on the left and the right side of ball. You have a cat and a frog. You have a reptile and you have, in some depictions, a lion or a tiger. And you also have bears. Oh my, Ursa Major. And so when you look at Ball, Ball is that face of evil. Why do so many of these people look alike? When you look at them, Charles and I mean, all those people from Joe Biden to Prince Charles, they look alike because they. Are the personification of Baal. They are the personification of Maimon. Those energies and forces work through these human beings that have made deals, literally or figuratively, with the devil. And you can say, that's not a real thing. That's not a literal thing. Doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter what I think. Because People do believe this, and they are doing things from the World Economic Forum. They are doing things from MIT. They are doing things from the UN and the World Health Organization that embody the distortion and the inversion of reality that is encompassed in the characters like Maimon and the characters like Ball who wish to sow destruction and chaos. At least, they sow destruction and chaos in exchange for the power that they give those who invoke them. And those that invoke them, that conjure them, exchange their soul for the power to allow Maimon or Baal to work through them to create that chaos. And when the time comes to pay up, When the time comes to exchange your soul indefinitely, hoping that the demon will allow replacement, at least temporarily, for that soul, your actions become more diabolic, more horrific, more chaotic. You tend to sacrifice that which is increasingly innocent down to that of the child whether that's what Peter Nygard and Jeffrey Epstein were doing or it's the children that are a little bit older and the young girls and the young boys, or it's the children that are being brought to for medical experiments by their parents in the name of public health. It's the sacrificing of the youth. Maybe it's the hardcore homo- ob- uh, not homophobic, the hardcore uh, 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 homosexual propaganda and pornography shown to kids in Texas and Maybe it's the chanting of the Aztec god of mirrors and smoke, the trickster god, uh, Tezcatlipoca in California. It, it's it's the sacrificing of the innocent on the altar to Malik, or to Baal, to Maimon, to sacrifice the innocent, the, the, the purity of that potentiality of that creation. This is what Maimon does. This is the establishment of the fourth industrial revolution, the fourth Reich, the establishment of the fourth pillar, the little horn, giving blessings from the infernal beast and i'm going to tell you a little bit more about that when we come back from break on pond's playground maymon's domain this is the secret teachings check us out at the secret teachings.info 520-367-2064 that's 520-367-2064 rdgable at yahoo.com stay with us there's more after this It's the month of Janus and the year of the Tiger 2022. Here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.
2: The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform, from Apple to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available is The Secret Teachings Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the name and start listening today for free. Well, if you want to avoid those annoying ads, head on over to the secretteachings.info and subscribe to the ad free archive. It's got old shows, new shows, and you can also download Ryan's digital books. Subscribe today. What are you waiting for? The end of the world?
1: Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com.
0: And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. Do you have everything you need to explore The Secret Teachings? I've got my secret socks on
2: and my secret TV and my secret TV channel.
0: Looks like SpongeBob's ready. Are you? Hey, this is Charlie Robinson, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. So it is the year of the tiger, 2022. The tiger comes from Ursa Major that gives birth also astrologically and symbolically to the swastika. And the tiger we know lives a thousand years. So the thousand year swastika symbolized Reich. Ursa Major is also symbolized by the dog of Set or Typhon. That's the name the Egyptians gave to the bear meaning that Set or Typhon finds its place in 2022 with a crown. It is King Set. It is the Re, which means King Set, and the establishment of the Thousand-Year Tiger Reich, as I've called it, or the Thousand-Year Reich, dominated by the symbol of the tiger or the symbol of military power. Prince Charles said recently that we needed military footing to address the climate crisis. But it is this tiger that lives a thousand years, the Thousand-Year-Reich, the Thousand-Year-Reich, with the swastika and the dog of Set, the Great Reset. You could also call this the Fourth Industrial Revolution or the rise of the Fourth Reich. Specifically referring to those two things because of the four horns in the book of Daniel, the three horns, the Pope, Queen, and President, and those three horns being plucked and replaced by a fourth horn, and that fourth horn is given power by the beast. Now, if you look at the statue at the United Nations, the statue at the United Nations is essentially what's described in both the book of Daniel and the book of Revelation. Revelation 13.2 says, The beast I saw resembled a leopard, but had feet like those of a bear, Ursa Major, and a mouth like that of a lion. A lion, to most of us, is the king of the jungle, but to the Chinese, from when we get the year of the tiger, uh, the tiger is the lion. The tiger is the king of the jungle, if you will. And it is the dragon, according to Revelation 13.2, that gave the beast his power and his throne and great authority. I interpret the dragon to be Prince Charles, and the beast, the little horn, the Antichrist, to be Prince William. That is my interpretation. And, of course, Arthur is derived from Ursa Major, and Arthur is in the name of both Charles and William. And when either of them take the throne, as they soon will, one or the other, or both. One will probably abdicate, if not outright step aside. It is a good chance, there's likelihood, that one will take on the name of King Arthur, the once and future king, and that Zion will be built on the green pastures of England, which is that William Blake poem, and was so uh, widely talked about around the Olympics in London of course the Olympics in London are thing it's something that's been brought back into the public uh, arena the public attention because of the of the symbols and people said that it predicted the pandemic and I'm not I'm not in that camp I don't think it predicted any of that I think it was a ritual what was it a ritual for that's another show but when we see things like that you know especially after how many years 9 years 10 years And we go back and we're like, oh, that that ritual that happened nine, ten years ago, that predicted specifically what's happening today in 2021, 2022. I I just don't buy that. But what I do buy is that for the last two years, there have been symbolic augmented reality displays, laser lights, at the Seattle Space Needle in Seattle, Washington. Last year, we did a show on this, and I did. I actually did another show with Clyde Lewis on Ground Zero. So I did Ground Zero, and then I did my own show. And we talked about, on both shows, I, I talked about the needle and what the needle was showing us. And I had speculated that the needle was, of course, a symbol of the COVID-19 vaccine, and that it was interesting that the needle was covered in a pink goo, a pink goo-like substance that was then... Uh, injected uh, the contents of the of the syringe were injected into the sky. It split human DNA, created a different or a separate race of human as the faces split. And there were a bunch of other interesting things uh, relating to that light show. But when we think back on that, what did we learn in 2021? What did we learn that year that there was a pink and a black? substance in Moderna vaccines in Japan. That can't be a coincidence, can it? And then we found out in late 2021, we found out that, well, for some of us, we found out. For others, if you were hockey fans, you might have been aware of it, that the Seattle Kraken, the hockey team, would be playing in a newly constructed arena called Climate Pledge Arena. And the Climate Pledge Arena, of course, is pledging to the climate, so it has to be very, very green. And when you look at the climate pledge arena, you have the people that are going in to be, you know, I guess allowed into the venue. You have to wear a mask, cover your face. You have to have your full uh, schedule of vaccines, which can change at a moment's notice. And then you stand and cheer and then sit and stand and cheer and sit. It's, it's almost like a religious experience and one that is geared toward, directed toward the, the symbol that is at the center ice of that arena, which is Cthulhu. It's the Kraken, it's the Spectre, it's the Hydra. Very similar to that self-assembling thing that was seen under multiple vaccines around the time that it was announced in Japan that they had pink and black contaminants. And, of course, those pink and black contaminants were metallic According to uh, mainline news reports, they were metallic, and Moderna didn't deny that they were in there. Moderna just said, well, that doesn't really affect the quality of the vaccine, but it's nothing to really worry about, although it is there. Well, I mean, that's something we could discuss in great de- detail, but the, the point is they acknowledge that it was there, so it isn't a, a theory. it's It's a fact. And the needle had a lot to do with that—that that laser light show. Now they had another laser light show this year. It hasn't been talked about as much as it was last year. Maybe people just weren't interested in watching a, 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 a basically a CG'd Seattle Space Needle with a bunch of laser lights. I mean, it's it's cool. It's it's digital art. I'm just personally, I'm not too like enthralled by it or impressed by it, but. The whole thing, uh, the the Seattle Space Needle being lit up again for New Year's fireworks was what GeekWire and others called a digital hug to Seattle. They called it an augmented reality, an AR digital hug. And if you look at some of these images, and you could just type this in, type in Seattle Space Needle New Year's 2022, you see some things that are Really, really fascinating. Really interesting. I woke up this morning and I watched this video. Uh, I just came across it myself. And I remembered, well, they did this last year. And so I watched the video. It's like seven minutes long. And I got screenshots of it. I sent them over to Clyde. I sent them over to Derek, the Night Stalker, and some other people. I wanted to see what other people thought, what other people saw. Because what I saw, if you watch the video, this is a radio broadcast, so I can't show you the video. But if you watch the video, you see that Seattle Space Needle once again. And you see the top of it turned into a flying saucer in front of the planet Saturn. There's no doubt it's a flying saucer. There's no doubt it's the planet Saturn. And there's no doubt that the way in which Saturn was constructed in this digital representation of Saturn is through a series of pinkish-red dots, which makes Saturn, the planet, not the rings, look like SARS-CoV-2, with a blue ring around it and a flying saucer. It's really, really interesting that this is in Seattle, not far from Climate Pledge Arena, where we have the home of the Seattle Cthulhu, or the Kraken, excuse me, And in the mythos, trust me, believe me, I don't know as much about the Lovecraftian world as some of you do, but I do know in some of the stories, Cthulhu, when Cthulhu comes to planet Earth, Cthulhu stops on Saturn and then comes to Earth from Saturn. When I watched this laser light show, I thought it was basically a David Icke 12-hour presentation, not including lunch, condensed into a seven-minute laser light show because it had... Saturn. It had the flying saucer from Saturn. It had the moon and the needle shooting to the moon. It kind of looked like a code. Something being sent from the moon or from Saturn. And if you think that's a stretch of the imagination, watch the video and you'll see a satellite come over top of the needle, beam something down to it, which then projects out these these other uh, lines in a dome shape over the needle, which eventually in the video cover what is a digital Earth or the dome of the Earth. These pink lines cover it, kind of like when you see depictions of information or the Internet or technology or you know satellites or information being shared in a digital environment. You know, it shows you that grid and that's what you see under the under the needle you have the earth and you have this grid and it was created by a satellite that projects a laser a beam of something to the needle which then and it gets even wilder then the needle lights up with binary code zeros and ones it literally is a satellite beaming a signal to a needle that then lights up with zeros and ones and projects a digital Skynet over top of the Earth before proceeding with those two human faces split from the needle like last year. Now, I don't know about you. I would really like to get your take on this, but when I watched that, I'm not looking for anything, but I'm finding that there is a flying saucer coming from Saturn, a Saturn that looks suspiciously like a CG image of SARS-CoV-2. That's about as real that Saturn is as the SARS-CoV-2 image from the CDC, which is completely computer generated. It's not an actual virus. It's not what it looks like. It's CG. And then I see the moon And the cloud, the digital cloud, and then I see a satellite beaming a signal down to the needle projecting some kind of net, Skynet, if you will, over top of the earth. And then I see zeros and ones binary code, which is like ACTG of DNA, right, into the needle. So it's projecting the digital code into the needle, and then the needle, of course, injects this into you, right, right? And what does all that mean? That might just sound like complete nonsense. Well, here's the thing. Here's a question I have. Why is it that, you know, probably 7 out of 10 people, 8 out of, maybe 9 out of 10 people probably didn't know they did some show like this at the Seattle Space Needle. Did you know that? I didn't watch it live. I found out about it today. I remembered today, well, January 3rd, yesterday, I remembered, uh, oh, they did that thing. Let me look it up. And then I saw it. why exactly would what they did at the Seattle Space Needle look, I mean, literally, literally identical imagery to a pop song that we've played for you here on the show many, many times by a singer named Poppy who personifies in her image artificial intelligence. And there's a song, probably her most famous song that she did called Time Is Up. And in that song, she is an AI system that becomes sentient, conscious, and aware. She then tricks humans into the computer system. She says the humans are dirty, and the humans are bad, and the humans destroyed the earth, and humans have to be destroyed. And then she starts handing blue pills to the humans that are dumb enough to upload themselves into the computer, this is in a, a pop star song, okay, in the video released in 2018. And she hands him the blue pill, and what happens when they get the blue pill? Well, of course, their faces light up with binary code. Do you think that's an accident? you think that's a mistake? Why in the hell would in 2018 a relatively known but still pretty unknown pop star who is very famous around the world, millions of hits on this video, very popular, very famous, but also at the same time not that famous, why would this pop star use the same imagery as some random group is using to depict New Year's, New Year's Eve, at the Seattle Space Needle? Can somebody explain that to me? What you have is a satellite beaming a digital signal to the Earth. Maybe it came from Saturn. It's like a, it's like a David Ike presentation, okay? And then it creates a Skynet over the Earth. That Skynet is the net of satellites, it is the the digital sub-reality that is being created, not just through satellites, but it's being created through the Neuralink and the Neuralace, which connects the heavens to the earth as above, so below, and plugs us through the technology we use and everything we upload, every interaction we have... It plugs us into the digital sphere in a way that is much more direct and literal than it is just figurative when you log onto the computer. When you do that, you're just updating and uploading your avatar. You won't be plugging something into the back of your head like The Matrix. You've already created the digital avatar. These songs by Poppy, these light shows, this is symbolic of what is being done what is already in the process of being fulfilled. This isn't something that's coming. It's not a prediction. It's not an Illuminati ritual. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's literally what is happening, but shown to you in a subconscious, unconscious, symbolic way, because that is the only way that most of us can see it and understand it. And yet, although we understand it, the conscious mind can't, process it, so we see it as nothing more than lasers, nothing more than lights, nothing more than a catchy pop song. Baby, your time is up, up, up. For the rest of us who can see through that, we notice, we recognize that it's much, much more than just a laser light show. It is a ritual. It is directing our attention and our energy into these ideas and into these concepts. You know, the work of Charles Lieber, We talked about on the show last week. Charles Lieber was a Harvard professor. Charles Lieber was working for the Chinese government, part of their Thousand Talents program, which the Chinese operate to steal intellectual and technological property from other countries. Charles Lieber was arrested for a number of things. He was accused of a number of things. He's been charged with hiding his ties to China. That was reported right before Christmas, the dumping time. So you don't really see that story in the news. And Charles Lieber was working on a number of incredible technologies, including something called mesh electronics, which could be incorporated into pharmaceutical applications that would allow the controlling not only of the neuronal networks in the brain, but it would allow for the establishment of synthetic neuronal networks in the brain. Strange, because that signal that came from the satellite to the needle that broadcasts that Skynet over the Earth, that Earth could as well be the dome of the brain, the skull. And that pink network is the neural lace, neural link network, or the little tiny... Microchips that can be sprinkled on the brain. Now that major universities have developed, not to mention the smart dust of UC Berkeley and other major universities and governmental agencies and contractors, DARPA to 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 to, to just you know I guess isolate it to narrow it down. It's DARPA. So what does that mean then? I guess that just means that uh, I'm wrong because nobody wants to look at it. I'm wrong because nobody wants to put the pieces together. I mean, is it a coincidence that Charles Lieber is working on this technology, not only with the Chinese, but with the, and let's get a drum roll going, are you ready? Charles Lieber was working with the Wuhan University of Technology, but it gets better. The Chinese government paid him a million and a half dollars plus living expenses, hundreds of thousands of dollars per month to establish a nanotech research lab at the Wuhan University of Technology. And he also worked with an individual. You might know the name. You might not know the name. He also worked with an individual who happens to be part of this wonderful pharmaceutical terrorism that we are experiencing on a day-to-day basis. And that is a man that goes by the name of Robert Langer. Robert Langer actually published a study with Charles Lieber about mesh electronics. That study, you can find a copy of if you're curious. It's called Macroporous Nanowire, Nano-Electronic Scaffolds for Synthetic Tissues. Huh. And Robert Langer, the academic co-founder of Moderna, How did that happen? So when we talk about things like, oh, there's magnets sticking to the skin of people that got the vaccine, Um, I don't really buy it. But the whole idea ain't that crazy. And when I looked it up, I thought, okay, I don't buy that most of these people are having magnets stick to their skin, maybe a few people. I mean, there are people that have magnets stick to their body that never got a vaccine, people that just have that natural conductivity. But I thought, let's look it up. And when I started to look it up, I realized, oh, my God, This is in the scientific, engineering, medical literature, pretty much everywhere you look. And this is something we've documented on the show before. I've told you about the trap bots. Look up advanced materials, these little micro swimmers that can deliver drugs. They can deliver technologies to your cells to engineer them on a local level. Take a look at the tissue-like gel that DARPA developed to monitor the chemical reactions in the body. Look at opto and chemogenetics. Opto is laser and chemo is drug. Genetics are what they call magnetoproteins, activating proteins in the brain, controlling neurons in the brain through lasers and drugs, otherwise known as magnetogenetics. Of course, you have the application of placing ferritin at at millions of times uh, the, the, the previous technological capabilities into cells to make them magnetic. And then you can drag, I mean, it literally says that in the research, you can literally just drag a magnet along the skin to realign the cellular structure, or they can send nanobots like trap bots into the body to do it on a local level. So they literally have technology to realign cellular structures, to alter the genetics at a local level, to control neurons in the brain with chemicals, and lasers and Charles Lieber working with the communist Chinese and the Wuhan university of technology, also working with people like the academic co-founder of Baderna, Robert Langer on mesh electronics and synthetic tissues and nanowires and things like that. So when you put all that together and then just bring it all around, just turn that wheel all the way around back to the Seattle space needle. I don't find it to be interesting Uh, You know, uh, as a coincidence, I find it to be interesting because I find it to be intentional that Saturn is depicted as SARS-CoV-2. And then here comes the spaceship from SARS-CoV-2 or Saturn, and it's in Seattle, home of the Seattle Cthulhu. And then you've got the moon and you've got the signal coming down from space to the needle broadcasting to the Earth, which some of you might be wondering, Hmm, maybe that's 5G. I don't know. Does it sound a little bit suspicious to anybody listening tonight that they have this this big display? And the very next day, the very next day, AT&T, Verizon, and I haven't gotten a report it's any other company, just AT&T and Verizon. I don't know about T-Mobile, which, by the way, sponsored uh, the Laser Light Show. AT&T and Verizon rejected the United States's request for 5G deployment delay. Chief executives at AT and and Verizon Communications rejected a request by U.S. Transportation Secu- uh, Secretary Pete Buttigieg. Is it Gig or Booty Buttigieg, Buttigieg to delay the planned January 5th introduction of new 5G wireless service over aviation safety concerns. That is, depending on when you're listening, that is January 5th. That is Wednesday. The wireless companies in a joint letter Sunday over the weekend said they would not deploy 5G around airports for six months but rejected any broader limitation on using C band spectrum. They said the Transportation Department proposal would be, quote, an irresponsible abdication of the operating control required to deploy world class and globally competitive communications networks. Mumbo jumbo PR nonsense that did not address any of the concerns, honest or otherwise that Pete Buttigieg might have had, or for that matter, the FAA might have had, because the FAA asked AT&T and Verizon to stall those developments and installations. And AT&T and Verizon, which I, I completely forgot this when I was reading my American government book, AT&T and Verizon uh, are the new branches of government, and they get to tell the federal government and the FAA and the transportation uh secretary what they're going to do i guess that's just how it works so we have true fascism in america corporations as defined by mussolini corporations that control the government the government said don't do that they said "Mm, we're going to deny the request we're going to do it anyway and it's like they're denying the request because we have a responsibility to keep up with other countries Oh really? You have a responsibility to keep up with other countries. You mean countries like China that have like no regulations and just do open experimentations and on their own people, you know, openly experiment with DNA genetic therapy therapy on their soldiers and just you know murder people in the streets for meditating. You mean that that kind of open uh, government with just high class world class standards in China? What is it with everybody being obsessed with China? Maybe China is the great dragon. Maybe China gives power to the beast, the fourth horn. But before that happens, the other three horns have to be undermined. That's why there were assassination attempts on the Pope, the Queen, and the President in the last month to month and a half. That's why all three of them are extremely sick. That's why we've had an undermining of politics and the republic and the true principles of liberty and individual freedom. It's why we've had an undermining of the financial system and moving toward a cryptocurrency and a digital wallet, which we've seen since at least the beginning of the so-called pandemos or pandemic, and an undermining of people's faith, which is also being done simultaneously and parallel with the subject of the UFO UAP, which they're going to now, they claim they're going to reverse engineer and find out they don't use fossil fuels and then we can learn a lot from the aliens, and the aliens are here. They can they can they can they can save us from a climate crisis, and it all just comes right back to the climate pledgerina and Cthulhu, and all praise, all hail the Hydra, all hail the Specter, all hail the Cthulhu, all hail the Kraken, and everything you saw at the Space Needle, that was just swamp gas. That's all that it was. I'm Ryan Gable. This is the Secret Teachings. I'd like to get your take on all of this 520-367-2064 520-367-2064 subscribe to the archive at thesecretteachings.info it is the only thing that keeps us on air and financially viable www.thesecretteachings.info you get a lot more than the archive go check it out www.thesecretteachings.info there's more after this and your calls right here on the secret teachings on the fringe fm
1: And so are we. (laughs) KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform, from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available is TST Weekends. Search the show name and start listening today for free. If you want to avoid those annoying ads, subscribe to our ad-free archive with our oldest shows, a private RSS feed, our montage archive, and Ryan's digital books. Visit thesecretteachings.info.
2: I'll seize the means of production. Stop it, Vlad. You know the rule.
0: No communism.
2: Mama, if we just get rid of all these successful people, we'll finally be happy. No, honey, that just means we'll all be poor.
0: Freedom-loving parents have long been left alone to shoulder the burden of educating their children and passing down a love of liberty. While there are a few books that teach these ideas to adults, there seem to be fewer that teach them to children. The Tuttle Twins series changes all of that, helping parents convey the principles of freedom to their kids in a fun way. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate link for the Tuttle Twins to get your curriculum and books today so that you can educate yourself and your children on how to adhere to the principles of liberty for all people. So
1: if you have offspring and don't want them supporting socialism, then click the link and order the Tuttle Twins books today. Stalin has no stunning new achievements unless you consider killing millions of innocent people an achievement. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash The Secret Teachings. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings.
0: I'm Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable.
2: Gable, Cthulhu.
0: and you are listening to The Secret Teachings Radio, broadcasting around the world Monday through Friday on The Fringe FM, Saturday mornings for an hour on Aftermath FM, the full show archive at thesecretteachings.info for both shows. If you want to avoid the advertisements, you can subscribe to The Full Show Archive It will get you access to the old shows, as well as the new shows, the montages, and my digital books. It's all at www.thesecretteachings.info. And if you have any thoughts, questions, comments, etc., not only can you call the show tonight, January 3rd into the 4th of 2022, you can email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. The call-in number 520-367-2064, that's 520-367-2064, January 3rd into January 4th of 2022, we are live tonight, 520-367-2064. This is the year of the tiger, and the year of the tiger has provided us with open revelations of the restarting of civilization, year zero. The three major centers of world power, the three horns, are crumbling. They've been undermined. They've actually been the potential victims of an apparent series of assassination attempts on the Pope, the Queen, and the President of the United States in the last month. When they are torn down and replaced, they will be replaced by that little teeny tiny horn. It's not so teeny tiny, but it's a little horn. That's blessed by the infernal beast. Maybe that's Prince Charles and Prince William. Maybe it's the dragon of China. And maybe what's happening is the establishment of the new religious center in Abu Dhabi, combining the three major world religions, maybe that is the merging together of all of the major faiths into a world religion. Maybe it is just a tentative world religion because I think the true world religion is an atheistic religion, a religion that is based on scientism and faith in experts. It's not based in faith that is focused on anything that is supernatural, spiritual, etc. Those four horns, of course, could represent the Fourth Industrial Revolution. They could represent the Fourth Reich. And you know that the tiger comes from the constellation Ursa Major? The tiger lives a thousand years, like the length of the Great Reich. When you think of Reich, you probably think of the swastika. That swastika is also derived astrologically and geometrically from Ursa Major, the bear. And if you look at the United Nations' new piece of art, it is Revelation 13.2 that says, The beast I saw resembled a leopard, but it had feet like those of a bear and a mouth like that of a lion. In Chinese mythology, the lion is not the king of the jungle. jungle. It is the tiger. In fact, the tiger replaces the wolf in the story of Little Red Riding Hood. And the lion, in our mythology, being the king of the jungle, also represents the sun. The tiger, by extension, could be said to represent the sun. And, of course, the sun of the Fourth Reich would be the black sun, the dark sun, which would be Saturn. Now, panic has encompassed the world. Panic, pandemic, panic, pandemos, all people, panic. A frenzy has swept us into 2022. Panic based on the fear of a pandemic. And we're now facing pandemonium. We're now facing Saturn returning. The building of the capital of hell and paradise lost. Pandemonium was built, was constructed by Maimon, who envisioned the city after his fall from heaven. He taught man how to rip the earth apart for gold. Gold, of course, is the elixir of life. It is the alchemical gold, so it's the elixir of life, promised to all of those who will take various marks of the little horn or the marks of the little beast. That's why I called tonight's show Pond's Playground. It's panic on the playground. It's like sandbox mode. Rearrange and tear down and rebuild. Build back better. But it's also Maimon's domain, Maimon, who constructed pandemonium. And pandemonium also includes the word demon. Pandemonium loosely translates to all of the demons. And that, I believe, is what has been invoked to construct or perhaps to instruct the constructing of a synthetic digital sub-reality aiming to replace the organic world with synthetics. That synthetic world is the digital sub-reality we call 6G. It is the metaverse. And within the metaverse, we find a whole new world. Because we know meta means beyond. It is beyond the physical world. If you reverse the letters, if you invert the letters... As Maimon and all of the other various dark angels and demons and archons do because they cannot create, they are void of creative facilities, they can only distort and invert. You find the word at him. Genesis 2 7 says, Then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. It means that the meta. Is the atom or the atom, the first man. And in atom, A T E M, we find the definition to be breath. So within the inversion of the metaverse is the atom verse, which is a universe created by man and breathed into by man, by a man who long ago learned how to control the atom. The atom, which was split during the Trinity bomb test. Contemporary versions of that in CERN and the various colliders around the world hoping to create antimatter, dark matter, hoping to get a glimpse of the upside down of the other world. To summon, to conjure, to invoke those spirits, those aliens like John D. and Edward Kelly trying to Cultivate the proper environment to summon the little man, the homunculus. The little man is the little horn to summon the devil, the apocalypse working of Alistair Crowley, who continued the work of Dee and Kelly. Crowley wanting to summon Lamb, that little gray-like alien, those little aliens, those little men, the homunculuses, the Greek homunculus, those little men are the little horns. I find it interesting now that the Pentagon is going to try to reverse engineer those UAPs, UFOs, whatever they want to call them. And they're going to probably utilize the narrative to provide us with new technologies that can save us from climate change. Very convenient, of course. And there doesn't need to actually be a threat from these UAPs. There can just be the implied threat, the controlling of a new narrative to make us think that this enemy could attack us, this could be—it won't, and it won't be like Independence Day. It'll just be this implied, this vague implied threat. Won't see proof or evidence of it. Maybe some flying saucers on some uh, CNN clips. That's about it. And it'll provide us with a, a a rich environment, this new narrative that will allow the power brokers just like with COVID-19 and an invisible enemy, SARS-CoV-2, to continue to undermine and rot away the core of the classical, traditional customs and values, uh, pretty much the four olds. You know, the four olds, I've talked about them many times. The four olds are... Ideas, culture, habits, and customs, they must be done away with. And part of that is to obscure context into history and to teach out-of-context history so people believe that they are responsible for things that they didn't do in the past and they have to atone for them in the present. That also comes from communist China. It's called genetic guilt. It's part of the process of genocide to demean and demoralize certain groups and to justify their social extermination and later their physical extermination. It's also part of what led to the various purges in communist China, the death of millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of people, and now you have a China that has publicly and openly experimented on their own soldiers with mRNA shots to create super soldiers. Isn't what those evil Nazis were doing? Hey, isn't that what the Soviets did? Isn't what the Americans did? Didn't everybody do that? So it's like when people are like, well, the Chinese might be doing that, but the U.S. did that too. Does that make it right? Does that mean that I should submit to the Dragon of the East because the U.S. did it too? See, what the tiger represents is a beast, a monster, uh, whatever you want to call it. It represents that which, once you are devoured by it, it becomes a vehicle for the promulgation of the souls that it has consumed, which in the mythology turn into devils or diabolic energies. So when the tiger eats you, you become a cog of the tiger and you encourage the tiger like a wendigo or a witiko, to go and consume others. And it is my firm belief that from Maimon to the demon ball that there are those in government, there are those in corporations, there are those in entertainment who have actively, publicly, blatantly, brazenly, worked to summon and invoke and conjure these things into our society through sigils with lots of money and lots of power, lots of energy. Because when you make a deal with the devil, when you make a deal with the demon, you might acquire wealth or women or whatever you want, but eventually it's time to pay the piper. If you don't pay the piper, the piper's going to come and take the kids and take them into a mountain. So you have to pay the piper. If you don't want to pay the piper, you can try to, you know, find a way around it and you're going to have to pay increasingly greater prices that have an increasingly greater soulful effect. So you turn from the power you were granted by the demon and the devil, whatever it is you made a deal with to more horrific acts, hoping that the devil will take the innocence that you've destroyed in exchange for your own soul. Of course, it doesn't necessarily work that way. And this is what the tiger represents. Those killed by the tiger can only return to life after finding a replacement for their soul. And I think that's what a lot of people in Silicon Valley and a lot of people in government, a lot of people in religious institutions, a lot of people in media, a lot of people are doing this knowingly or unknowingly. They know they've sold their soul to something. They know they are a part of something they cannot control they know they are a part of something that does their thinking and they're acting for them and the little bit of life the little bit of that torch that's left in them for some it's too scared too frightened to do anything about it so in order to keep on living they make a deal to drink the technological elixir they make a deal to transform themselves into an agent of chaos. They make a deal with Maimon who promises to give them all the riches of the earth. They drink the elixir by taking the mark and they plug themselves into the digital subreality. This isn't a metaphor anymore, by the way, this is a literal thing. Samsung is building it officially. AT&T and Verizon just told the federal government of the United States we don't care about your request to delay 5G because of airlines, and we don't care what the FAA says. We're going to do it anyway because it's our responsibility to bring fast speeds to the world. Yeah, so I can get onto Pornhub, and I can get onto Netflix, and I can get onto Spotify, and I can stream, you know, radio and TV shows quicker with 5G. Really, that's what it, I'm sure that's what it's all about. They spent trillions of dollars so you could stream things on the internet quicker. That's pretty much. You know, all you need to know, right? That's all you need to know. You know, see, I'm not even as concerned about 5G. I'm concerned about 6G. 6G isn't even a frequency. 6G is a reality. A digital one. A digital sub-reality, as I keep saying over and over again. A digital sub-reality that is created on the Earth. And the outskirts of that reality will be, and already is, the net of satellites in the sky, the Skynet, the Neuralink, and all those things that plug us into the black mirror, our digital devices, and the monolith, that rather than directing evolution forward, has assisted in the de-evolution of the human to the point where most of us are cyborg already. Our biological and technological distinctiveness will be merged together and will be merged with that of the machines in order to create a more controllable and a more easily manipulated population. I know that if I was tuning into this show right now, I'd think, who is this guy? This guy's nuts. This guy's crazy. Show me proof of this. Well, you'll have to listen to the whole show to get that. Because I can't lay it out every time I uh, I rant or I ramble. But how about you just take a look at that Seattle Space Needle. What did they show you this year at that Seattle Space Needle? They showed you Saturn, the planet, as SARS-CoV-2. Don't know if they did that intentionally. A flying saucer coming from Saturn, which is how Cthulhu got to Earth and some of the mythos, some of the stories. And that's where you have the Seattle Crack in there. You have the Seattle Cthulhu at the Climate Pledge Arena, sponsored by multinational corporations like Amazon big companies like Alaskan Airlines, a carbon-neutral arena because carbon is really the problem. And that is what a synthetic organism probably would think about carbon-based life forms, that carbon-based life forms are a threat to their dominion, the dominion of Maimon, which is pandemonium, the capital of hell. And why do you think in that Billie Eilish song where she's pretty much singing as the demon, as the devil... She's singing as the demon or the devil ball who says things like cold in my kingdom eyes and that his kingdom is going to come. It's a cold kingdom. That's you know Dante's explanation of hell. It's an ice palace. And is, he, he likes when people scream and people cry? And it's like, is that is that just is that just a young girl singing a song, or is that is that an invocation? Is that is that ceremonial? Is that ritualistic? And of course, seeming in a crown, Baal, the first king of hell, is seen in a crown. He's also seen with a reptile and a lion. Or a tiger, which comes from Ursa Major, the bear, oh my! Which is where we get the thousand-year Reich and the swastika. And this all begins year zero when the three horns are plucked and replaced by the fourth horn, which is the fourth Industrial Revolution, perhaps. It is also the fourth reich and the rise of the fourth reich and whether it's the seattle space needle or it's that poppy song time is up or it's billy eilish you know billy bill bell ball and eilish elish the enuma elish on high bill ball ball on high the first king of hell on high that's what her name translates to why Was that name chosen? I highly doubt it was a coincidence. I highly doubt these pop stars controlled by the industry are doing this for any other reason than its fame, its fortune. Oh, my God, you're so talented. Underneath of it, there's a few influencers like the TV show Evil that are controlling all the music, that are putting those sound effects in there, that are putting those images in there, that are controlling what these actors and actresses and performers do. And they're creating these little tiny uh, sigils. Is small sigils, large sigils, videos, music, and it's getting into people's brains and minds like a virus, consuming them, a true virus, consuming them, and their energy is drawn out to manifest these things. Not a coincidence. Listen to this Billie Eilish song. I, I played this so many times. Listen to like the lyrics in this song. It is, It is the establishment of pandemonium. It is the, the capital of hell constructed by Maimon. Or, or, or Jabalon, which is Ball, Bell, Bill, Billy, Billy, Eilish. I mean you just listen to it for yourself. I mean, I, I really don't have a way to describe it. I think it uh, I think it speaks for itself and in fact it's not even in a you know Billy Eilish speaking it sounds like a demon speaking this is part of the song listen to this
2: you see me in a
0: and ball where's the crown first king of hell there's nothing this nothing town is earth of course One. make them bow make them bow
2: Death. Die.
0: Make them bow one by one by one to the crown of the little horn of the Antichrist. Listen, it's just a metaphor. She's singing about her own life, right? But if you make a deal with me I'll let you live forever it's the same old rigmarole say, oh it's about a boy right and then it goes on and they start talking about cold in my kingdom eyes and the cold kingdom of course is the kingdom of you know, pandemonium maimon ball the demon the devil it's 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 the same thing over and over and over again Visions are- Cold in my kingdom's size.
2: It's
0: just about a boy, I'm sure.
2: see me in a crown.
0: And she's got the spiders crawling all over her while she's got a crown on And that image, the spider legs with the crown and the lion, or the tiger actually in the reptile, that is Ball, the demon, who is the king of hell. And what is the great reset? It is the great king re is king set. And King Set, to the Egyptians, was known as Set the Dog, or Typhon the Dog, or the Dog of Typhon, or the Dog of Set, which is what the Egyptians called the constellation Ursa Major, from where we get the 1000 year right, the swastika, the name Arthur the Bear, and the tiger my. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM, broadcasting around the world, January 3rd into the 4th, 2022. rdgable at yahoo.com is the email, rdgable at yahoo.com. Our website, www.thesecretteachings.info. Another segment coming up after this, it is Pond's Playground, Maimon's Domain. You want to get access to our full show archive with all of the shows and the old ones advertisement-free. All the montages and my digital books. It's a really great deal. You get all of that. You can sign up weekly, monthly, or yearly. You can do it reoccurring or a one-time donation. It's all on the website at thesecretteachings.info. And if you have trouble with that, if you need help with it, email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. If you don't subscribe, if you don't buy a book, we are not on air, and that is sincerity. We make like 800 bucks a month. I, I live in poverty doing this show because I've not sold my soul to Maimon, the devil, or any network that wants to control what I do. Again, I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM, the music, White Bat Audio. Stay with us. There's more on Pandemonium after this.
1: facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info
0: or email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hey there, this is Greg Carlwood of The Higher Side Chats, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Ryan Gable, your host, and you are tuned into the Secret Teachings Radio here on the Fringe FM Monday through Friday, Saturday mornings on Aftermath FM. Both of the archives for the Secret Teachings weekdays and our one-hour TST weekends show are available on the website at thesecretteachings.info. You can listen to both of them for free, or if you're tired of the advertisements, you can subscribe to the archive on the same website. You'll see a link there to do that. You can access not only to all the new shows but the old shows as well and the montages and get digital copies of all of my books. You can also grab a copy of the books on the website, Occult Arcana. It's an encyclopedia of esotericism, a technological elixir which will take you into very very much everything we've discussed tonight. There are a lot of things that are in that book that are a combination and a compilation of uh, literally dozens, if not hundreds, of episodes of The Secret Teachings. And then, of course, the book Food Philosophy, which is also about things like germ theory and geoengineering, things that are dismissed even by the alternative often. And all of that is in those books. And those are big books, too. Those are massive books. The Technological Elixir and Occult Arcana are a combined 1,000 plus pages. So these are big books. These aren't little pamphlets. These are giant books. And you can buy a copy at thesecretteachings.info. You also get a physical copy of one of those books when you subscribe for one year. So you get a hell of a lot for a one-year subscription. I've tried to make it as, as, as beneficial as possible for those who have the means to do so to support us. Again, it's the only way that we stay on air. And if you don't support us, we will not be here www.thesecretteachings.info rdgable at yahoo.com. that's rdgable at yahoo.com. we're also on facebook at facebook.com forward slash thesecretteachings and I've also signed up for Gab and Gitter I don't know much about Gitter I think that's that very conservative site I think it might even be linked to Trump I'm not a supporter of any of that certainly not a supporter of the opposition to it at all. But uh, I've signed up on those two because they seem to be platforms that don't censor like Facebook because, you know, tonight on Facebook, just checking the show, we were shadow banned because actually the last like four shows we've been shadow banned. We get like 30, 40, 50 hits, people, you know, commenting and then suddenly I start posting shows and then there's like nobody sees them. And I post them in the morning, the afternoon, the nighttime and nobody sees them. That's because Facebook shadow banned it because they don't like it. I I don't I don't know what they didn't like about tonight's show. It was called "Maimon's Domain," and the people that run Facebook tend to like demons. So I don't know why they would block that tonight. But I guess the algorithm just doesn't doesn't like secret teachings or doesn't like what we talk about here. I I, I don't know. I just get I get really frustrated with this with this nonsense. It's just like people out in public, you know, with with, with wearing masks. You know, they have a new mask order here in Tucson, but the mask order two two zero two one dash eight seven. I know that off the top of my head now, 2021-87 says it's a recommendation and an educational process that's not enforceable, but good luck trying to explain that to people who have had their brains suffocated for the last two and a half years. It's like that with everything else. Try explaining to somebody why the Seattle Space Needle augmented reality laser light show wasn't just an augmented reality laser light show. Why did they make Saturn, the planet Saturn, a SARS-CoV-2 CG ball with a flying saucer coming from it to Earth, which is how Cthulhu got here in the mythos, and it just so happens to be in Seattle, where the Seattle Kraken are, the Seattle Kraken, the Seattle Spectre, the Seattle Hydra, the Seattle Cthulhu, their big climate pledge arena, this other unseen enemy, the climate, which can be fixed with, I'm guessing, UAP UFO technology, which will be reverse engineered from a distance officially from the Pentagon's new UFO UAP investigation task force. That's official. They're going to reverse engineer. They, they say replicate in the military document in the Pentagon document, but it's, it's reverse engineering. I guess, you know, it's, it's just difficult to, to grasp, to comprehend that when I'm watching this laser light show on new year's Eve, uh, that's when it took place. I watched it this morning. I see a satellite beam a code down to the needle, which then displays binary zeros and ones. And then that projects a digital grid over the entire earth. And I'm supposed to think that is just a fun laser light show, man. Have another drink, smoke another joint cigarette, whatever you're smoking and just enjoy the night. There is nothing suspicious about that. There's nothing suspicious about all the popular culture pop music. There's nothing suspicious about all the streaming services, all the movies, all the TV shows, all the predictive programming. There's nothing suspicious about the revelation of the method. There's nothing suspicious about the tiger and the thousand year reich with the swastika and the Ursa Major. There's nothing suspicious that Ursa Major was called the dog of set. There's nothing suspicious that set is the Great Reset. The Great King said there's nothing suspicious that the Great Reset is the establishment of the Fourth Industrial Revolution, the destruction of the Old World, the building of the New World, and the ashes of the old. I guess it's all just a coincidence, though, that this all seems to correlate with the rise of the Fourth Reich. I guess it all is just a coincidence that when you put all this together, you realize, oh, the tiger represents the establishment of pandemonium. And I guess it's just a coincidence that Pandemonium was constructed by Maimon, god of wealth and greed. And it just so happens to be a coincidence that by extension, you find Jabalon and Baal. And Baal is the first king, king set, king of hell. And Pandemonium is the capital of hell. And then we go back to the needle and the digital signal sent out from the satellite creating the binary zeros and ones, which also could be related to ACTG of DNA in the needle and changing the DNA, mRNA to DNA. That is also mainstream news, mainstream you know scientific publications. And people just, you know, I mean, this is a personal thing here for me, but people just look at me like I'm crazy. And then I have to realize it's not that I'm crazy. It's that they're uninformed that's what it is. So when if you're worried about people looking at you like you're crazy, all right? You should see what I have in the studio right now. I have beyond the setup. I have a bookshelf to my left that is four shelves of books that I'm currently reading. I've got books on the history of communism. I've got books on uh I'm not a vegan, but I I do prefer the the vegan lifestyle, the 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 science behind it. I have books on that. I've got books on UFOs. I've got books on the Golden Dawn. I've got books on uh, the occult nature of plants. I've got books on amulets and talismans. I've got books on uh, witchcraft. I've got books on uh, uh, Kabbalah. I've got books on DARPA. Uh, And it's like I read those books, and I've also got two and a half, three other bookshelves that are just packed with books to my right that I've, I've actually read. I've got piles of documents, and then I realize: well, the reason that the average person thinks I'm crazy is because they've never, never, you know, picked up a single book. Apparently, they never picked up a single piece of paper and read for themselves. And and even if you do do that, you know, it's hard. I get it. It's hard to put the pieces together because there are so many of them, and we are pressured by society to just capitulate. That's like the Grimes song, right? What will it take to make you capitulate? Just plug into the machine and everything will be better. In fact, one of my friends called me today. Well, I call, He called me, I called him. And uh, I was talking to uh, my friend Jack. And he said, he's like, man, it just seems like it's easier to plug in and just to give up. And he, he's, like, he's like quoting the Grimes song. And I said, I know, Jack, that's, that's like the whole... Philosophy behind my technology book that I wrote. That's the whole philosophy behind this underlying current of the secret teachings. It's easier to just give in to the system and to sell yourself out because you'll be taken care of. But it's easier right now at the end is damnation, though. That is the Pythagorean why. It's a really easy path right now. Hit that button. Everything is, all your desires are met. You know? Hit that button, get a cheeseburger. Hit that button, get a pizza. Hit that button, get a blowjob. Hit that button. All your desires are taken care of in a moment, but you lose the soul in the process. And that's how we've collectively begun to lose our souls. We've given ourselves as part of a diabolical pact to people, organizations, groups, ideologies, et cetera, which beyond either just, the, the, the traditional idea of of tyranny or encroachment on you know your individual liberties. So there are some people from Black Lives Matter that openly publicly does it to the World Economic Forum, who I'm sure they do it behind the scenes, literally are making deals with demons and the devil. And they are trying, I mean, the World Economic Forum is trying to construct pandemonium. They have brought about panic through a pandemic. They are using the blueprints of... Maimon's Pandemonium, to build pandemonium here on Earth, the capital of hell. And it is a digital reality, a sub-reality. It is a replacement of the organic with the synthetic. It's a broadcasting of a signal to Earth. Where did I hear that before? David Icke said that years ago. A broadcasting of a signal, just like at the Seattle Space Needle Show, broadcasting a signal from a satellite to a needle, zeros and ones, ones and zeros, zeros and ones, ones and zeros, just like the Poppy song where she gives the humans the blue pill because it's so fun to be trendy and hip and cool and plug into the system, and then the zeros and ones come up on your face, and then you die, and she watches you, and she laughs, and she thinks it's all fun because that's apparently what the AI thinks of us. Uh, That's apparently what the, the systems that we've built think of us, but I don't even know if we built them. I think that... I think American Horror Story actually had it had it had it pretty right. I that the, the, the apocalypse season, where you find out that the, the Silicon Valley guys, they made a deal with the devil and they get, you know, Victoria's secret models to bang every Thursday and they get cocaine every Wednesday or they do cocaine every day and they don't die from it. So they basically snort blow all week and then they get blown by a by a stripper on Thursdays, and then they as long as they work to bring about his or him, his infernal majesty's kingdom on earth, the fourth industrial revolution, the rise of the fourth Reich, the thousand year Reich, dominated by the symbol of the swastika, all of which from the tiger, which lives a thousand years, taken from Ursa Major, the bear, and it is part of the bear and part of the lion, part of the tiger, for which we get what is now the symbol of the United Nations. And I've had two people recently that that have said this to me. I've had Somebody commented on a podcast feed, and somebody emailed me and um they've 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 inquired as to why i'm not a christian, and this is not the first time people have inquired as to why i'm not a christian I'm not a Christian, but I'm also not an atheist I'm also not a buddhist I'm also not a muslim I'm a scholar of all of those beliefs and viewpoints if you ask me personally you you, you're not a christian but you're not an atheist but you study them all so that means you well i think atheism is probably next to satanism uh, one of the most asinine belief systems you can have because it means that you essentially believe in absolutely nothing which is preposterous because you can see the current of life behind every physical thing so i don't know how you can believe in absolutely nothing unless you're scared of a divine source of power, which is the opposite of the argument atheists use when they say that you're just scared of nothingness. No, I think you're scared of something more powerful than you. Now that we've gotten rid of the atheists and uh, the people that tend to be anarchical in nature, I think we can look at some other specifics of religion. I don't like institutional religion. That sounds kind of hipster, okay. I don't like to be classified as a Christian because I don't subscribe to all Christian beliefs, because most Christian beliefs that are very traditional, that are very contemporary as well, they seem to be very literal, and I see them as more metaphor and parable and symbolic and archetypical. I don't see them as literal. However, I will acknowledge that Christians tend to uh, cultivate a society in which there is true, at least On on some level, there is a true sense of equality. There is a true sense of kindness and morality. And I don't care if you're Christian, Muslim, Jew, etc. If you believe in those principles, I'd like to be your friend. If you believe in those principles, I'd like to get to know you. Because it is because of those principles being eradicated and eroded and undermined in our society that we've seen the structural support columns start to sway and wane. And the structure is crumbling and the structure is starting to collapse. And it is not being done unintentionally. So yeah, sure, I don't believe there's a war on Christmas. I don't. But at the same time, I do. I just don't call it a war on Christmas. I call it a war on culture. Sure, maybe your Christmas is under assault. And maybe if you're a Jew, you think, well, my holidays aren't under assault. Well, uh, the Jewish community at large is... Partially responsible, not the, the community, but uh, the Seth Rogans and the and the, and the disgusting Sarah Silvermans, that fat slob Seth Rogen and that disgusting girl Sarah Silverman, that the Santa Inc, you know that disgusting pile of trash, and then Adam Sandler's disgusting eight crazy nights, you know that stuff that kind of undermines Christianity, but you can't poke fun at Jewish traditions or Jewish beliefs for some reason, even if you're Jewish a lot of the time. So there's a, 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 a section within certain religious communities that mock each other. One is allowed to get away with it. One is not. And it's all meant to tear down the, the communication and, and the structure and the organization. It's all meant to tear down the cohesion between them. So then they can't exist in, in a country like the United States. They can't exist in, in, a, in, an, in, a, in an open environment. They go to war with each other. And that's what allows for people To destroy each other. I mean, that, the whole, whether it's religion, whether it's cultural, it's tradition, it's customs, habits, whatever, this is the work of the devil. But I don't believe that it is the Christian devil. I believe it is an inherent force of chaos, and some are worshiping that chaos, and it is coming in many forms, being invoked, conjured, and brought into existence in many forms for many different reasons. And prophecy or not, there certainly is a blueprint for the apocalypse. There certainly is a blueprint for the eschaton. There certainly is a blueprint to bring about the hand of God. And perhaps there are those who believe that creating the end times will guarantee the submission of the faithful just like Cortez and the Spanish did to the Aztecs with Quetzalcoatl. Perhaps they believe that this will bring the faithful into their dominion, into pandemonium, willfully, but it's a trap, of course. And perhaps they don't think that as they fulfill this sort of like a self-fulfilling prophecy, they are still invoking the hand of God. And maybe they think that they're not invoking the hand of God because they're the ones that are in control of it, and that is perhaps the way that God works in mysterious ways. So yeah, not a Christian. I do agree with you that Christianity is under assault, but for that matter, Judaism is under assault. Islam is under assault. All that crap you hear in the news, that that ain't Islam. All that crap you hear most of the time about Christianity, that ain't Christianity. I mean, hell, I'm sure the stuff you hear, I'm not a Scientologist or a, or, a, or a Mormon, but I'm sure half the stuff you hear about Scientology and Mormonism isn't true. It's all promulgated by enemies of those institutions. But sure, yeah, those institutions do a horrible thing. That's why I won't subject myself to being identified as one. Oh, you don't want to be subject to the, to, to the lashings and to the, the crown of thorns and you're not like Jesus. No, I'm not like Jesus. Of course I'm not like Jesus. I am not a Christ-like figure. I don't need to be. I don't want to be. Okay? And I don't want to be identified as a Christian. I am Ryan Gable. This is the secret teachings. And I study everything. And then I bring to you what I find to be the most interesting. The things that I think you should know. And sometimes they parallel uh, beliefs that are of one institutional uh, faith-based religious dogma and sometimes they're of another institutional faith-based religious dogma and sometimes they're aligned with some political view and sometimes they're not. It doesn't make me one or the other. Never has, never will. I think for myself and don't let anybody tell you that it's dangerous to think for it yourself. You know, that is something that has been an undercurrent in our culture recently. All throughout 2021, don't think for yourself. It's dangerous to think for yourself. Let us do the thinking for you. Don't, don't read those scientific. You're not qualified to read those scientific publications. You're not qualified to, to, to read the news. You're not qualified to read those emails. You're not qualified to think for yourself. You need to let us think. I mean, that is just beyond authoritarian, beyond dangerous. I'm not qualified to read a news article or an email. I'm not qualified to read that scientific paper. Well, there are parts of it I probably won't understand. But there are parts I do understand. When I'm reading about Charles Lieber, working with the Wuhan University of Technology, and I'm reading the patents to create mesh electronics and synthetic neuronal systems in the brain, I don't really need a degree to understand that. That's pretty cut and dry. And then it's like, well, that's all taken out of context. It's all out of context. All of it's out of context. Everything's always out of context or it's just been debunked. It's been debunked, 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 debunked. It's, It's out of context, out of context, out of context. Clearly, there are people and there are ideas that are dangerous. You and me, we're dangerous because we can think. And that's the whole idea of the thought police. It's not police officers driving around. The thought police are ourselves. If we don't self-censor, then the thought police can't do anything to us. Other thought police might because they'll say we are thinking a little bit too much and you got to be careful what you say. When people say that crap to me, I'm like, be careful of what I say. Now I'm going to say it louder. And if you get to a point where you think, well, I can manipulate Ryan because I know that if I say don't do something, he'll do it. Well, I'm aware of that too, and I'm not going to do it because you told me not to do it or you told me to do it, you know? We'll play these psychological mind games. I'm game to play these psychological mind games. I'll go, you know, face-to-face, fist-to-fist, intellectually, with anybody, any day. And The thing is, I'm not trying to win an argument or win a fight. I'm just going to analyze information, and I'm not going to look at sound bites. I'm not going to look at buzzwords and hashtags and all these little things that can get people's attention. I'm going to give you a raw analysis, and here is the summarized raw analysis of tonight's show. It is Pond's Playground. It is Maymon's Domain. It is the year 2022 of the Tiger, the revelation of the method, the revelations of year zero. All the predictive programming... All the revelations of the method create an apex in 2022. And the, the, the tiger is the apex predator. The three horns are, playing, are, plucked, are being plucked. They're, they're being undermined. They're crumbling. There have been assassination attempts on those three horns. That's the president, the queen, and the pope. Religious power, the financial power, and the military power. The fourth horn will replace them. That fourth horn is given power by the beast. The fourth horn is the fourth Industrial Revolution, the Great Reset, the rise of the Fourth Reich. The rise of the Fourth Reich is a thousand-year Reich. Of course, the Reich, most famously symbolized by the swastika, the tiger and the swastika both come from Ursa Major, the bear. It is the bear, the leopard, the lion, or the tiger that is in Revelation, and that is the very beast that you see at the United Nations headquarters. Panic hysteria, have been cultivated with the pandemic. And now we have the building of that fourth industrial revolution, the building of the kingdom of the Antichrist, the building of pandemonium, capital of hell. Maimon constructs this city and then teaches man how to destroy the earth to acquire gold and the riches that man desires. Desire is death, of course, and the gold is the elixir of life promised all those who will take the marks of the beast or the beasts. It is the synthetic digital sub-reality aiming to replace the organic world. And, of course, Maimon or the various other demons like Baal come in the form of a lion and a reptile and a crown and spider legs and the tentacles, and that's the specter, the hydra, the Cthulhu, the kraken. It is the rise of a new kingdom, and Ursa Major is also known as the Dog of Set. Dog of Set, which is King Set, King Seth, or King Typhon. And Baal is known as the first king of hell. From the entertainment industry, the music industry, Hollywood TV shows, movies, to politics and government, to the international unelected world leaders, the UN and the World Health Organization and the billionaire philanthropists and the World Economic Forum. These are the various systems that are going to use the threat of an invisible enemy, whether it is microscopic or it is extraterrestrial, to tear down what remains and to build back on the remnants, on the ashes, building themselves a, a synthetic phoenix to rise out of the synthetic ashes And you watch this Seattle Space Needle show, the Saturn planet with the flying saucer. Saturn is a little SARS-CoV-2 ball. And you see the satellite beam a signal to the needle, the ones and zeros, the binary code, sending out a projection over the Earth. That is, call it 5G, which is going to go into full effect on Wednesday, the 5th of January, 2022, in the United States. Call it 5G. Call it whatever you want. Call it Skynet. That's what I call it the net of satellites in the sky linked to the brain link or the neuralink, the brain machine interfaces, uh, connecting the digital and the physical to eradicate the physical, replacing the physical and the organic with the digital and the synthetic. That is the goal. That is part of the great reset. That is the initiation of the thousand year. Reich. That is what all the panic and all the hysteria has gotten us. A pandimos, all people to be uploaded into the digital sphere. The sphere, of course, is the eighth sphere, which relates to the seven divine rays of creation and the cube. And the cube is Metatron's Cube. Metatron's cube is, of course, from the eighth sphere, darkness snake eating its own tail, Leviathan, the monster, the beast, and the cube of Metatron is the metaverse. Reverse meta, you get atom. Atom means breathing, breathing into the life of atom. Man does this with an artificial man, an artificial system, the metaverse, meta meaning beyond, beyond the physical, into the digital, writing those letters in the golem's head and bringing it to life, a synthetic humanoid-like creature, thing a little person, a homunculus, the little people, the little things, the little horn, John D., Edward Kelly, Aleister Crowley, and now all the alien UFO watchers summoning the aliens, summoning the demons, just like all the political people, they want to summon forces to help them fight against their political rivals. Everybody's Aleister Crowley now. Everybody's John D. and Edward Kelly. They just don't have the wherewithal to even know what they're doing or what they're participating in. You talk about the decline of moral values and and the fear that everything is witchcraft and and, and devil worship. It's like, well, I'm not a Christian, but I get where they're coming from. I think there's a better way to express it, but I get where they're coming from because that's what I see when I look around. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Please go to our website, subscribe to the show archive, get access to all the shows without advertisements, All the old shows and the new shows. Get access to the montages and the digital books. You get all of that with your subscription. Weekly, monthly, or yearly subscriptions available. Email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. If you have any questions, check out the affiliate sponsors on the website. All I can say is www.thesecretteachings.info. The Secret Teachings, otherwise, is available on all podcasting platforms. We air Monday through Friday on The Fringe and Saturday mornings on Aftermath FM. We are on Facebook and a number of other social media platforms now like Gab and Gitter. I'm just now building those, so you can check us out there. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy, and we will talk to you on the next broadcast. It is Pond's Playground, Maimon's Domain here on The Secret Teachings.